Well, what we thought was going to be a game on Sunday turned into a game on Monday night. Not even Monday night, really. Six o'clock on a Monday. Kind of weird because of all the COVID stuff going on. Cam Newton was supposed to play, was supposed to play but as everyone knows by now, um, he didn't because he got the coronavirus. So it was Brian Hoyer versus Mahomes. Then it turned into Jarrett Siddham versus Mahomes. But just a really odd game overall. Uh, yeah, yeah. I- yeah, it, yeah, well, the thing is, I heard a lot of people say, um, or I saw, rather, a lot of people say that, oh, man, this sucks. I really wanted to see Newton versus Mahomes. And a lot of Chiefs fans were like, man, I, I wanted Cam Newton versus Mahomes. I don't, like, I'm not saying I wish for the guy to be injured or sick or whatever, but I don't really care what the QB matchup is. I just want a game we can win. And tonight was a game we could win. And we won. We would have lost if Cam played. Absolutely, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, we looked really sloppy on offense. Um, I thought the play calling was very vanilla, and I don't know if that's because we came out with everything that we had um, against the Ravens, and we were just really dry this week or what. But we just Mahomes looked off. Uh, a lot of dangerous passes tonight that should have been picked off. Um, and also I really didn't like the run up the middle again this week. Andy tried that again and again and again, and it clearly just does not work, especially with a smaller back like Clyde. So, um, yeah, that was another thing that frustrated me. Uh, what are your takeaways from the offense? Well, I think the offense had the same case as the entire team. You know, the offense looks good at, in verse, uh, Kelsey had a good game for his birthday. Tyreek showed up sometimes. McCole showed up sometimes. Uh, Sammy had a dumbass fumble, but really and truly, I feel like the offense suffered the same fate as everyone, and that's I feel like they just got the wind taken out of their sails. Uh, pretty well because of all the corona and bullshit, and getting the game moved and Cam not playing. I feel really hurt morale for both sides you know nobody wants to see that stuff happen yeah so i feel like the teams were just not themselves today this did not look like what a chiefs patriots game should be even the play calling from both teams were off and typically you would expect a uh, game between bill belichick and andy reed uh arguably the greatest defensive mind and arguably the greatest offensive mind going at it you'd expect it to be a really interesting game, but it wasn't. It was very, like you said, vanilla. It, I mean, we got the win, but it wasn't pretty. The only highlights, I'd say, were the turnovers that we were able to force uh, with the strip sack and three picks, one of them being ran back for a touchdown. But just nothing really exciting happened outside of those. Yeah, um... The fact that we played arguably one of our worst games of the Mahomes era and we still won uh, 26-10, to 10, uh, I find that very impressive. Um, the defense, on the other hand, um, I think they did pretty good tonight. Now, they got beat on third down a lot, but I also think that was a result of the offense consistently putting them back on the field. Um, the offense did not help them at all, but um, if I had to pick someone to give the game ball to tonight... I would definitely go with Rashad Fenton. That guy was balling tonight, and I and if I was being honest, I did I thought the cornerback room going into this game was very thin. I wasn't exactly sure why. 
the team was so comfortable going in with only um, one-handed Ward, Fenton, and Hamilton. But now I know why, because Rashad Fenton has progressed a lot. I don't think Hamilton played. I think we played three safeties. Yeah, I just mean the cornerback room in general being what it was. Not exactly that he played, but um, yeah, I noticed that too um, whenever I said that, that I don't think Hamilton was ever actually out there. But um, the safeties played uh, extraordinarily well tonight. Um, Matthew and Thornhill uh, got each got a pick. Um, Matthew returned his for six points, and that was, a, that was pretty much where the game was over. But, um, you know... You can't really expect much out of a Mahomes-Hoyer matchup. I mean, this was a game the Chiefs should have won, and they did. Well, and like you said, if Cam Newton had played, maybe they don't win. So, um, you know, I'm just glad that they escaped with the win tonight and they can get everything together for the next game. One of the concerning things about the defense to me was uh, Willie Gay played the majority of the snaps which is something we'd been calling for, mm-hmm. and he wasn't notable. Yeah. And that was kind of concerning me. I mean, he wasn't god-awful like Neiman. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Game, but I feel like this is a game where you should show up. Like, even coverage sack Clark showed up today. <laughs> and, you know, that's like once in a blue moon. So I feel like I'm really disappointed Willie Gay didn't show up. But Yeah, um... I think, well, with this being his first, like, real game um, with uh, a lot of action, uh, I, I guess I can kind of expect that um, now he's gotten some run in. Uh, he can reset, hopefully look better next week, assuming he still gets put in. Um, and then um, the defensive line, um, the interior, I thought, looked about as good as you could have hoped for, considering we have no Saunders or uh, Chris Jones for this game. Um, and the edge was all right uh, i really liked what i saw from taco we you said what you said about clark you know he had the one coverage sack um and he had like one or two other tackles i believe but um that was pretty much it uh but i'm really impressed with taco charlton i love that pickup i called him being this year's emmanuel agba and that's what he's starting to look like and I really hope we can keep him long-term, but I feel like he'll probably price himself out of Kansas City. But um, as far as injuries, uh, Mike Dana went out with a hamstring. Um, I'm not too concerned. We have a lot of depth on the D-line. And then, as everyone knows, Chris Jones was out with the groin, and I think if this was like a playoff game or an important seeding game or something of that nature that he would have played. But um, with three games within 10 days for the Chiefs coming up, uh, I think it was the smart move to sit him. Yeah, I'm not really concerned about the whole three games in ten days thing. Yeah, well, here's my thing. Uh, I feel like the time players need in between each game uh, to rest is kind of overstated. I mean, one or two days should really do it for you, unless you're someone who got hurt during the game. Uh, The most concerning part is you don't get as much time to prepare, but I think that's something a team as as good as the Chiefs are can overcome. Whoopty fucking do. We're playing the Raiders. We should be able to beat them in our sleep. Yeah. I'm not concerned. You know, I say that, but it's probably going to come back and bite us <laughs> in the ass. But that's just my uh, view on it right now. Well, but, you would hope after what was a pretty poor showing today that they come out with a sense of urgency against Vegas. Well, that's kind of what happened after the poor performance against the Chargers. We came out with a sense of urgency against Baltimore. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, so you I hope mean, to see that. I'm not concerned. Yeah. Uh, but something that I did really like was just how the secondary looked. You know, the secondary for the chief secondary is typically ass. Like, let's not sugarcoat it. Uh, you're out there with one-handed Ward, Fenton, and uh, two safeties, and then the third safety revolving between Tedrick Thompson and Daniel Sorensen, depending on who we needed out there. And it looked really good. And we're also getting uh, Breland back next uh, next week, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, a few weeks later, we get uh, MVP Legarius Sneed back. Yeah. So when we we're get in good shape. yeah, when we get Ward, Breland, and um, Sneed back all out there, um, I'm going to be very comfortable, and I can't wait to see what they all do together. You know, the same with Fenton, uh, just having that much depth at the cornerback position, something we haven't really had in a long time. So um, that'll be fun for sure. Um, I've I, been saying that Ward is a good number two, but he's never a tr- or he'll never be a true number one corner. Uh, Legarius Sneed looks like he has the potential to be a true number one, and Fenton played like a true number one today. Yeah. So our defense might be really good moving forward. Yeah, like a lot of people have mistaked uh, us for hating Ward. I don't hate Ward. I just think um, Chiefs fans were a little got a little too ahead of themselves um, with him because um, you know he flashes at times, which is good. That's what you want to see. Um, but at the end of the day, I think his ceiling is a really good number two corner. But we still need a true lockdown number one. So, well, we've called him a 50-50 player this whole time. Yeah. And that's what he is. And when I think that's fair. Playing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and people will typically look away from him because they'd rather throw to a target where it's more likely than 50-50 to get completed. Uh, sometimes he breaks up the pass. Sometimes they catch it. You never really know. And that's a good thing you want for your number two guy because he'll uh, play man-on-man with them. And none of our other guys are really great at uh, man-to-man. Fenton was good on that today, but he hasn't really been uh, a really man-to-man corner. So Ward is valuable, but he does not deserve a big payday extension. Uh, yeah. I feel like a lot of the things you're saying are pretty redundant, but whatever, well, let's move on. I th- well, I think Ward, um, I mean, I think that's fair, that's accurate. I don't, like, he's someone that the Chiefs can get on, like, I don't, I don't, I forget how much he's making at the moment, but if he could get him for like five or six million a year, like I think he would take that, and I think that would be what it takes to keep him here. So, absolutely. Um, and then another thing I noticed was uh, Butker missed another extra point attempt, which you don't really want to see. Um, this is two weeks in a row now that he's kind of looked shaky, so you hope he gets that together um, after being so good in that Chargers game, nailing what was it like. 360 yarders essentially so um yeah uh, you, you you would think that he gets everything back together but just something to note um here's what i would do to handle that uh i as i believe the chiefs have like one or two extra practice squad spots if they don't they can just cut bum ass dater because what is he really contributing <laughs> but i would like to see them bring in adam vinatieri uh, because, like you said, Butker has looked kind of shaky these past uh, few weeks, and Vinny is just desperate to kick footballs. Uh, he loves the game. So you bring Vinny on, uh, in on the practice squad to essentially coach up Butker. 
you know, because I don't know what happened with Butker, but it's probably a psychological thing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to bet that's what it is. Or it could just be that his he may have worn out his leg doing something at Pratt. He might have like a. <laughs> I don't know, something that's bothering him. I'm not sure, but I'm sure he'll get it. Well, there's a lot of people who can go out there and nail, have the physical ability to go out and nail field goals, but they psych themselves out. You know, you see, like, Butker uh, nailing 70 yards uh, in practice, and you've seen guys like Roberto Aguayo hit everything uh, in practice and preseason, but once Aguayo got out on the actual field, he missed everything. So... 90% 90% of the time when a kicker is missing field goals and you don't hear about it because, uh, you know, guys like Gostowski will get hurt and you'll hear about it. But if they're just going out there and missing, it's probably not a hidden injury. It's probably some psychological block or they're psyching themselves out or something like that. And if you get in, uh, if you bring in a veteran kicker to just talk that out of them, I think that could really help them. Yeah, uh, I totally get what you're saying. Um what else is there to talk about from this game? I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. Eric Fisher fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Fisher was rough today. Uh, O-line in general. Um, it, and they stepped up against the Ravens, so it was kind of disappointing. But uh, that was mostly the whole team just kind of, I think, let their guard down and just kind of got punched in the mouth. Because um, the offense, I mean, our entire offense was Harrison Budker in the first half. Yeah, and you know, I tweeted this, and I'm like, typically field goals aren't going. Typically, I'd say field goals aren't going to be the Patriots, but this week they probably will, and yeah. they did. Now, had they had Cam Newton, like we said, um, probably would have been a different story. Oh yeah, uh, one story from this game was the fact that um, Mahomes fumbled, got picked, whatever you want to call it, um, on that one play, and that was something everyone was talking about, how, oh my god, and the refs let it go, uh, they called it dead, well, here's, here's the thing about that, one, Belichick could have challenged, but he was too busy running his mouth, so he didn't realize he could have done that, so there's, that's his fault there, second, yeah, it was a bad call, but guess what, the Chiefs have been on the other side of that type of play, for several years now and they also gave it back to the Patriots towards the end of the game where they called a really really weak pass interference call on Tyron which would have been his other pick of the day so um all in all it doesn't really matter we can give them that I'm I'd be glad to give them that touchdown if they give us back that roughing the passer from the AFC championship game a few years ago because we all know what would have happened if that uh, stupid ass call didn't happen so yeah give us our trophy and we'll give you your points <laughs> yeah i mean we would have been talking about us being going on a three-peat right now if not for that one singular flag i guarantee it yeah so patriots fans can go fuck themselves i don't care i don't want to hear patriots fans whine about the refs bailing out Mahomes after the refs bailed out brady for two decades yeah that was our version of the tuck rule so there you go well, we didn't win a Super Bowl because of it. Well, we have one now, so I'm calling it our version of the tuck rule. And who knows? We could end up going to win the Super Bowl again this year. So, but our tuck rule. There we go. Um, Andy Reid. I was kind of disappointed in his play calling today. Like I said, the run up the middle wasn't exactly working. Um, 
and he kept doing that and just um a lot of just i i really wanted to see him take more deep shots but then then again they did take a couple of them and mahomes nearly threw the ball away he looks kind of off today but um was still really effective with his legs later in the game um which he has been that's really been an underrated part of his game um ever since that run in the titans game uh i he's had at least um one or two clutch running plays in every game since then yeah, he's a better runner than Lamar. Fuck you, Ravens. <laughs> yeah, the Ravens fans were out in full force tonight saying, man, we could have beaten this team. Well, no, nah, we just really emptied the bag against you, so that's why you lost because the better team won that game. And the better team won tonight. I just think we played really sloppy and um, let the Patriots think they were in it for way longer than they should have. I mean, Brian Hoyer is not someone who you want to be in a dogfight against for the better part of the game. Have the Ravens talked themselves into being our biggest rivals? Well, what I've heard from them is that they think that if they had a pass rush, that they would blow us out. That's what they think. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I think they've done it. I think the Ravens have talked themselves into a position where the Chiefs hate them more than the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers. Well, well, it might just be because the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers all suck, but... I've said it before, but I think the Ravens have slowly turned into that little brother that loves to play fight, and you keep pushing them down, and they just will never give up thinking they have a chance, and you just keep pushing them down over and over again, and eventually they'll leave you alone. I mean, it's not... Stay down, we just knocked you out last week. It's not my Stay fault... Down. It's not the Chiefs, well, it's not, I mean, Eric Fisher neutralized Matthew Judon. Sorry. I mean, the, you deserve to lose if that happens. If Eric Fisher shuts down your best edge rusher, you are a terrible football team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I mean, Calais Campbell was like a one-man wrecking crew in that game, and it still didn't make a difference, so... It was the same thing on both ends. They're like, you guys have a great pass rush, and we don't. But on both ends, Chris Jones was a one-man wrecking crew on that Ravens offensive line. Meanwhile, Calais Campbell was a one-man wrecking crew against our offensive line. So it evens out. It was fair. Yeah. It was fair on both ends. Oh, but Frank Clark got a sack. Oh, yeah. Lamar ran right into him, just like all of other... uh, all of Frank Clark's other sacks. Yeah. An over ass piece of shit. Well, I think the uh, well, what a lot of teams don't realize is that we're still missing um, Bashad Breeland, who we get back next week. Um, we didn't have Chris Jones for this game. Um, we didn't have Legarius Sneed. So, I mean, those are all things you have to take into account. Yeah, I'm not scared of. I almost said Oakland, Vegas. I yeah. feel like part of the reason Chris Jones was out was he didn't want to re-aggravate the injury uh, when there's such a quick turnaround. I say such a quick turnaround when it's just one day shorter than what yeah. they usually do. Well, and the thing is, like like I said, if it was like a really like big matchup or high-stakes game, I think he would have played, but they're just playing it safe, which I'm completely fine with because they didn't really need him, although the Patriots' run game kind of gashed us a little bit tonight. But again, I kind of blame that on the offense for keeping the defense on the field for so long. Um, but yeah, it was an ugly game, but we still came out with the win by double digits too. So, 
Yeah, it was an ugly win, but a win's a win. Start off the season four and zero. Can't ask for more than that. Yeah, uh, they actually. This is the. They're the only team in NFL history to start off four and zero. Four and zero. Four years in a row. Pretty crazy. I didn't even realize that. And then, um, anything else we need to touch on from this game? Uh, nope. It was pretty boring. Yeah, I mean... Oh, uh, Ryan Hoyer looks like Tom Brady. They're both shit and rely on white guys for checkdowns. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's oh... All folks, that's the show. Oh, yeah, that, um... I, I had never heard of this dude, but he looked like... I guess, I think he was, like, a hockey player or something, uh, turned football player. He got, like, one really lucky catch that kept the Patriots in the game. Uh, it was, like, supposed to be an incomplete pass, but he ended up catching it. Um, that was one of the plays that kept a Pat's drive alive that kept him in the game, but that was pretty much it. I mean, really just a boring, simple game. Not much to go over, not much to go in depth on. Uh, I guess looking forward to Vegas now. Yep, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, I think that pretty much does it for this episode. Uh, Like we said, nothing really else to go over, Um, but... If you're listening to this from uh, someplace else rather than the website, uh, make sure to check out www.showmefootball.com. We got tons of great uh, content there. Um, and keep in touch with us and hope to see you next week. Peace. Peace.